Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks, and today we'll be talking with Kathy Guggenhauer um, after finding the courage to say bye-bye to her corporate marketing career. Kathy Guggenhauer built a six-figure virtual assistant business from her tiny house in the middle of a forest. I was super excited to know that she lives in a tiny house. Uh, today, she reaches <laughs> professional women, how uh, teaches professional women how to create their own work at home VA businesses so they can enjoy the freedom, flexibility, and financial security they desire and deserve. Kathy also offers VA matchmaking sessions to business owners interested in working with expert VAs and virtual experts. Kathy and her expert VA and virtual expert training program have been featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, Good Housekeeping, All You, and the wealthy freelancer. I, you're just so awesome. <laughs> so are you, Sarah? Super excited to be here on your podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, thank you so much, and thank you for having me on yours and doing doing this all together. I love it, and I love sharing how we all have this connection, but maybe we use it, maybe we don't, and. Tell me about yours. I, I, you know, what happens when you do listen? Do you, do you, have you always had this connection? What do you call it? Divine guidance? Fill me in. So I didn't believe I had anything at mm. all. I really mm. didn't. Um, even though I'm a Pisces and Pisces are supposed, supposed to, you know, naturally have it. I'm assuming, you know, lots of people have it, but I've heard Pisces are especially intuitive. And, um, I think the first time that I really believed that I had a special connection was after my mother-in-law died. And, um, this is sort of a bad story, but I'm going to tell it on myself anyway, because, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I, I like to just put it all out there. Um, I had been building, first of all, I was very close to my mother-in-law. She was an amazing person. She called her husband called her witchy so she always was into reading tarot cards and going to mediums and psychics and really felt like she had a connection um to the universe and until then i didn't you know i i was like oh i'm interested in it but you know i don't have that and then she died and her my husband is her oldest son and oh my god she's so protective of him i was building my business and decided, which was a really bad decision, that I was going to make some business investments without telling my husband. Essentially, I hid them from him. Mm -hmm. And within a year, I had 100,000 credit card debt that he did not know about. Mm -hmm. And it was coming up on tax time. And I was like, oh my God, I have to come clean. I have to come clean and I'm afraid that he's going to divorce me. I'm afraid that, you know, 
I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, I did the right thing and came clean. And by the way, I will never, ever do that again. Cause that whole energy is just terrible to be hiding things like that, yeah, especially money. Sure. Yeah. Um, and my business had been struggling for that year, probably because I was hiding stuff, mm-hmm. um, that all shifted after I came clean. But what I was most worried about was that my mother-in-law was upset with me because mm-hmm. if I ever did anything to hurt her boy, mm-hmm. she was always like, you, you, you know, you can't hurt my boy. And so I did this deep meditation. Um, it was like 30 minutes long where I t- sent vibes out to her saying, I'm so sorry. You know, I promise I will make this up to him. I won't let anything bad happen. And she came to me. Really? I mean, like really right. And I was actually sitting here doing it where you're seeing me now. And she came to me and she said, I know you're going to be fine. I know you've got this. I know you didn't mean to hurt him. And oh my gosh, it was so powerful. I've never experienced anything like it, but it was like, she was right here. And, um, since then I can tune into her and she'll talk to me. Wow. And I yeah, and so, it's really powerful. It's so such a relief and oh healing probably. Did yes. you did you yes. share that with your husband? Oh, absolutely. I mean, as soon as I was done, I ran to my husband. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not gonna believe what happened. And he went, Oh, uh, I do it every day. I've always talked to my mom since she died. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, I just assumed that you knew because she's very powerful and she comes through all the time. And so now, like if I'm going through a bad time or something, I don't even have to do all that, you know, 30 minute level stuff that I did. Like I can just, anytime I'm relaxing, like, especially I like to take, um, hot baths. So if I'm relaxing in a hot bath and I'm thinking about anything I'm struggling with, she'll come to me and give me a message. And sometimes she gives me tips on what to do. Sometimes it's just encouragement. You've got this, you're going to be fine. So, um, and you can tell I get very emotional over this because, you know, I was, I I was truly worried that she was mad at me. Yes. And instead it all became, she's there to help me. She's like my guardian angel. And of Mm -hmm. course my husband's. So, you know, that's interesting because I think at some point, I don't know this, this is, this is an assumption of mine that we as humans assume like the other side is going to, even, even if we believe like not even other side as, okay. So there's multiple things that I want like coming out of my mouth. So like, (laughs) like that God is an angry God. And that God's there to like put fear and all the things on Oh my us. gosh, yes. Or I used to that, that. that um, something is on the other side that's going to come and get us or that if we do yes. something wrong, it's, you know, all this thing. Or like your mother-in-law, you yes. were afraid that she was going. But what did that interaction teach you about spirit world, about the other side, for instance? I mean, I, 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 yeah. I have my own aha around it, but- I wanted your perspective for me. I no longer think like I used to think, Oh, if I do something bad, God will punish me. But now I truly believe that God is a loving God that people on the other side are loving. And I also used to have this feeling of they're watching me and judging me. 
And now I know, I believe now that they're watching and loving me and, Mm -hmm. and wanting what's best for me. Mm -hmm. There isn't all the judgment and hatred and stuff that humans hang on to. It's like, no, I, Mm -hmm. I love you. I forgive you. My, my husband's father passed away and he recently in like the last year came back to us as a little soul saying, Hey, if you do want another child, I would be willing to come back in. And I like the, the thing about that is, is, and we, we decided not to, even though it, that is an option. We decided not to, unless of course God laughs, like they'd like God did with, with joy and just was like, <laughs> yeah, she's coming in. <laughs> No, we're going to bring a little, yeah, you thought you had a choice. You thought you had a choice. (laughs) So, you know, there's all the ifs, ands, or buts, but my, my, my point is, is my husband was, was hanging on to some things, um, about his childhood or about relationship stuff with his father. And he thought he had healed Mm -hmm. it at the time that the father, and I'm like telling Craig's story, which I'm sure he's not going to appreciate, but this is a really, (laughs) but my, I, as, as I said to Craig, I was like, here we are as humans hanging on to stuff, thinking that, oh, we could never forgive X, Y, and Z. We could never forgive ourselves. We couldn't blah, blah, blah. And here your father has already transitioned, gone through his own healing. The soul has already done its own journey. I'm not quite sure of all the details of that because I don't know. And, and then has come back and been like, no, I want to experience more love. And that's all that he wants to experience is more love. And I'm like, I'm like, how cool is that? Like, that is so so, cool. So if we as humans are hanging on to something, please let's let it go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. What, what did you want to say anything else? I I just wanted to mention that I had one other totally different experience and it really, it really was just someone sharing something with me, but I was in Sonoma, which is supposed to be such an energy center. Um, and we were, going to visit it was a it was a mastermind group and we were going to visit um uh medicine man and, and do a wheel um, okay. medicine wheel oh okay. it was so cool doing that medicine wheel was so cool okay and um he said to me you you know you have a man that is with you all the time a male spirit with you all the time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, at first it freaked me out. I'm like, what, who, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. And he goes, no, it's somebody that cares about you. That loves you. And is just there with you all the time, everywhere you go, everywhere you move, he's with you. Huh. And he said, he seems like a father figure. And my father um, died in a car accident when I was eight. And he said, oh, that's, that's it. He's always with you. He cares so deeply about you. And, you know, I'm 64 now. And that was, this was maybe three years ago when this happened four years ago. Um, COVID always is like a year that I don't I think existed. Um, <laughs> I'm always like, wait a second, um, calculate how old am I? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add that COVID year in. Um but that was so powerful for me because ever since that happened, I was supposed to be in the car with my father. He had promised to take me with him. Um, 
to, it was his brother's wedding that he was going to. And he said, I said, I want to go. And he said, yes, you can go. I'll wake up super early in the morning and you'll, we'll go. It'll be a special trip for us. And the next morning I woke up and he was already gone. And I asked my mom, what happened? I was, you know, I was all upset, eight years old. Weird. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, I don't know what happened. He just woke up and said, I'm not going to take her. And on the way home, he was hit head on by a drunk driver and killed. And, you know, it was, this was back in the sixties. He had a Volkswagen Beetle. No, you know, I stood on the seat next to him. I would have, I would have died instantly. I mean, he died. Imagine an eight-year-old being launched. And so ever since then, I've always wondered, you know, what am I here for? Why was I saved? I truly believe he knew something mm-hmm. and didn't take me for a reason. Mm-hmm. And when, when that medicine man said, you know, you, he's with you, it just, it just, it just felt like a, oh, that feels good to know that. So, yes, it is. That is so, that's so cool that you have such loving, loving connections. And, you know, I, I don't have like, whenever I've done like, um, like people who can read like, cause I, that's not what I do. Like, that's not my thing is like, connecting uh-huh. to like mediums per se. Right. Those that right. they don't usually have, like, I don't usually have people hanging around me. So it's cool for this perspective of, cause I just say spirit, cause it's like this energy that is with me. Sometimes my grandma pops in and out. Um, all of my grandparents are past. Um, so my father's mother sometimes hangs out she had 11 kids so sometimes when I'm like what am I supposed to do with these two children she's like Sarah this is what's going on you know like get it together if I can do 11 you can do two Mm -hmm. you know yeah so she's helpful in that way but it's but it's cool from from your perspective to have such awesome connections to people that you loved so much um that is That's really cool. How have they helped you throughout now that you, like your father, have you been able to connect with him? I haven't connected with him. I haven't. Um, it's just nice. I just mm-hmm. feel like it, it's, it just feels like love, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, yeah. if I'm having a down day, I can think, oh, my dad's here. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mother-in-law, I mean, she literally gives me guidance. Yeah. So how helps me come up with things? So yeah. So how have you been able to use her? I guess is it. I don't utilize her um, for your business or different aspects of your Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Like what? What can I? Can do you want to share anything, or can you share anything about that? And I'm not thinking of uh, the only really specific thing I can think of is. My husband was going through a really rough time. I mean, he still misses her so much. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. We basically have a little shrine to her in our living room, um, which, you know, I love. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, I was in the bathtub. That's where I always think about stuff. And she came to me and said, um, Tom's going to be okay. Uh, Things are going to change for him in a good way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. And she's like, just, you know, just tell him that. Mm -hmm. So I got out of the tub and I'm like, Tom, Tom, your mom told me, your mom told me things are going to change in a good way. Mm -hmm. And he and I actually work with an energy healer, um, as a couple and, and separately. And he had a session with her a couple of weeks after that. 
And mm-hmm. she said, you need to know that in the next six months, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. And my husband does not like change. So when his mom said things are going to change, he's like, I don't want anything to change. And then the energy <laughs> healer told him the same thing. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to figure out because <laughs> things are changing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's just little things like that, that'll mm-hmm. come, you know, like when I'm thinking, oh, what am I going to do about this? I don't even necessarily have to think of her. She'll just pop in my head and go, Hey, here's the, here's the tip. Here's where you need to go. And it's usually just one little thing, like things are going to change or mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the business is going to be okay. And that reassurance from her, I believe 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when she came to me and said, I'm not worried about this. This hundred thousand is not going to be, we paid that off in six months after that. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this level, uh, because there is also this level of co-creating with spirit and also the power of your mind. So do you feel like the confidence that she is giving you or the reassurance that she's giving you enables then like the mind to kick in and then that connection to kick in. Um, do you feel like that, like they, they go together, like the confidence and the messages and spirit and then your decisions? Yes, I absolutely do. Absolutely mm-hmm. do. And um, when I was um, late twenties, early thirties, I actually went to a psychic um, about every other week. Um, and she was very reputable. Um, she was associated with, uh, um, Washington university in St. Louis. I don't know if you know that that's a very reputable college. And she was like the head of their, I don't even know the name, but she was the department head of, of that. And, um, uh, so I went to her, um, for probably a year and, this is when I wasn't in tune to stuff myself at all, Sarah. And she would tell me things that were going to happen. And I began to feel like I was letting what she would tell me direct my life. Mm-hmm. And because I wasn't in tune to stuff, I stopped going to her because it kind of freaked me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, looking yes. back, I feel like if I had been more in tune and, and I had really understood and I had, you know, delved into it more myself, I wouldn't have felt that way, but mm-hmm. I did stop going to her because of that. Yeah. And I, I always teach or just share with people that truly know and tap into you. If what I'm sharing with you is your truth, but also to decipher between what is the truth what is our truth? Because sometimes our truth gets messed up with all our thoughts, feelings, emotions, and gunk and inherited emotions and all the things. And then also my own truth. Like, so like the, or like their truth, whomever they are. So like their truth, our truth, and then the truth. So I always just like check in and see, and do you have a system on how to know now? Like now that you are more tuned in, like, mm, mm. is this right? Is this, you know, like, how, how do you Trust well, if it's for my mother-in-law, I know it's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do not question my mother-in-law. She is a very powerful woman. I'm telling you, yes. I knew that when she was alive and it is more true now than ever. <laughs> um, so if it comes from her, I know it. And then, um, you know, just 
if it comes from if i if i feel it like i'll get goosebumps if it's something mm-hmm. is really powerful i'll get goosebumps do you mm-hmm. do you have something like that yes and when i get goosebumps i'm like that's it mm-hmm. now there can be other times that i don't get goosebumps that i feel like it's it also but when i get goosebumps i'm just like i need to write this down right now mm-hmm. because this is huge mm-hmm. yeah and so i, I asked that because there are five steps to listening to divine guidance, which I know I shared on your own pod, but it's like allow, mm-hmm. ask, receive, trust, and act. And so we all receive differently. And then us trusting how we do receive, but we also have to know how that information is coming through. So like if you get little nudges or maybe you get the goosebumps or your mother-in-law, mm-hmm. so you, you decipher, okay, these things are happening. I'm going to trust that because I've trusted right. it in the past. I've acted on it. And now I know that that is the truth. So um, that's right. Yeah. Where has listening to divine guidance led you? Now? (laughs) Um, Well, I am just more curious about it than ever. I'm diving into more stuff than ever. Like I can't even tell you the number of books that I now have on my Kindle about um, how to speak to anybody that's crossed over how to tap into your intuition. Um, because the more I learn about it, the more I love it, the more powerful I personally feel and the more, um, secure, confident, safe. Mm-hmm. I feel, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, thinking back to my young twenties, actually, I can tell you exactly when it was, it was 30 because, one of the reasons, and you know what? I just realized in hindsight, yeah. that psychic who was telling me all this, I think she was actually helping me. And I just now realized it. She wanted me to hurry up and do something, marry this guy that I was trying to decide whether or not to marry. And it was a really bad decision to marry him. Mm-hmm. And I, part of the reason I stopped going to her was after I married him, I was like, this was a really bad decision. I'm not going to her anymore. But in hindsight, I think I had to marry him to have the realization that there was an issue, that there were issues within me that I needed to deal with. Mm -hmm. And after, before marrying him, I was blaming everybody else. It was my first husband's fault. It was, you know, this other guy's fault. It wasn't me. I wasn't the one that was um, having issues. And after I married, as soon as I married the second guy, I went, oh crap, I'm the common denominator. I need to get counseling. And I did. I mean, I very quickly went into counseling totally changed my whole life. Mm -hmm. That's probably why we connected so much because that was one of the things that I always share is I was blame, 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 blame everybody all the time. And then I was just, usually things happen in just conversations with me. I don't usually have to have like this. And I've set it up that way with, with source spirit, whatever that I don't, I don't have to get sick or car at, you know, I don't have, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to experience all that stuff. So, um, it's usually just in a conversation. So I was in the kitchen with Craig and he responded in the exact same way that my ex-husband did. And I was like, Oh wait, these are two separate people. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, that's me. Like, <laughs> Oh, I'm the common denominator amongst this. <laughs> oh, we got to That's I, what I did. I was like, I thought I, I thought I did all the work. Yes, I have more work to do. (laughs) I hadn't even started on the work yet. I was still in total denial that I was a problem. And because I I just believed if you do the work, uh, if you do, if you get a good job and you work hard, 
that that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think about all the other BS in my life. Um, just I'm doing the work. I'm have a good job. I'm getting married. Like I'm supposed to, I'm having a relationship like I'm supposed to what's going wrong. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's when I started doing the work on myself and Mm -hmm. it's just from 30 to 64, the work has not stopped. (laughs) I know there's a book called the game of life and how to play it by Florence Shovel something shin. I can't ever remember her full name. Um, but in there, she's talking about like, until you learn the lesson, the lesson will keep coming right, right back around. And I'm like, let's learn this dang lesson. Like, this I know let's learn the it. other thing. I oh, that, believe me. I say that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, how many, have I not learned it yet? Please. I'm keeping, I'm keeping trying. I'm um, promise you I'm trying really hard. I will say that it's getting easier. Like when I first started in my thirties, it was really, I, I say in hindsight, if I'd known how difficult it was going to be, I might not have done it. Thank goodness. I didn't know how difficult it was going to be. And I don't think even me saying that could convince anybody how hard it really is to work on yourself. The, um, the level, I, I believe that when people come to me and they are truly being open and honest with themselves about themselves, it is one of the bravest things that anybody could yes. ever do. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I was like to my first therapist, I was like, could you just like put me in a hospital or something and get this done really fast? (laughs) Yes. And she's like, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that for you. You're not at that level. (laughs) Same as well. And even like that, you still have to process. You still have. And I, and I say process very lightly because sometimes the spiritual peeps that um, I get to associate with and, and hang out with like to get stuck in, or if anybody who's mm. listening and it's like process, 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 like, it's like, we get stuck in, I have to process that. Let me No, Sometimes you don't have to sometimes, but <laughs> there is a process that you have to go through, <laughs> you know, there's two different ways of, of looking at that. So, um, let's see here. How do you know the difference between a thought that you're thinking and the thought that you're just receiving? Well, I literally hear it differently. Like it, I feel like somebody's outside of my head speaking to me. Okay. Yeah. Now, sometimes I do have thoughts of my own um, that feel like divine thoughts, like the goosebumps things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually my own, mm-hmm. like inside my head. And I feel like that's my own intuition rather than somebody giving me uh, the message. But when somebody gives me the message, like my mother-in-law, I hear it from outside my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's uh, outside, like mm-hmm. she's here speaking to me, like all around me. I can't yes. point to where she is, but it is as she's outside me speaking to me. Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's, that's how it is for me. So some people it's not like that. So it feels very much like inner wisdom coming from within for me it's literally like spirit is outside of myself like kind of just chilling over here and it's like sometimes it's so loud I'm like can you not yell I got it like (laughs) good lord (laughs) well I'm not tuned in that much yet but when my mother-in-law actually spoke to me I was like oh that was the first time I felt like people were right I can do this because it was so clear there was no doubt it was her there was no the message was 
totally clear and it still is every time she comes it's still very very clear I recommend that as you just tap in all the time not and and yes maybe to your mother-in-law but just all the time that's what really advances your and okay. amplifies that that inner wisdom that divine guidance is just like okay hey what should I wear today what's going on you know should I have this cup of coffee <laughs> like yeah like people are like okay oh Sarah you don't have to do it like that you know like but it like it starts tuning in because then you know like right like in a blink of an eye how you are tuning in and then you can just do it all the time and then it becomes like a walking talking meditation it's like okay what's mm. next you need to make this call what's next send out this email what's next go do that load of laundry what's next Ooh. have this conversation Ooh. so then you're just like do in the flow yeah. like what, what people say just get in the flow that's what it is it's just like you're listening mm-hmm. to that divine guidance and you're just going along so then it feels good mm-hmm. and then that like mm-hmm. a lot of people come to me are like i just want to have in uh like like some inner peace and i just want to feel peace peace and clarity are usually two words that people are searching mm-hmm. when they come come to me and i'm like do right like amplify that that inner wisdom because then you'll be in that flow you'll be feeling you vibrating at that peace and calm and you'll just keep on receiving receiving and receiving so Um, Well, I have just the opposite thing, though, that I'd love to talk with you about and see what you think about this. Yeah. Which is I have uh, someone and it's my mother who's also dead, who was a really bad force in my life when she was alive. Very abusive um, and very uh, belittling and, you know, all those bad things. And um. I've been trying, I I am right now on a like one month mission and it could last longer than this to not have her connect with me and keep me feeling unworthy. So have you ever had anything like that? So yes. And what that is, is an emotional, uh, an emotional attachment. What that is, is an emotional attachment. And so, so it's like, you can imagine like a vacuum. And I say, I have this example for like many different things, but like you're plugging into an outlet. And if you're, if the vacuum's not plugged into the outlet, it won't be working appropriately. If you plug it into, let's say my copy machine, (laughs) it's not going to work and you're going to vacuum. It's going to be pointless. So same goes for like, if you are trying to be plugging in to something other than source spirit for guidance, for appreciation, for love, for worthiness, yada, yada. So uh, what I feel, and I don't necessarily, that's not usually my gift is tapping into a soul who has passed, but your mother Mm -hmm. feels like she carries a lot of guilt. And so just, just the, just the, the, the energy of just the conversation feels like she carries this lot of guilt. So what I would recommend is I know that she's already passed. So I know that this mm-hmm. is like, it, this exercise might feel a little bit different for you, but the exercise that spirit gave me to disconnect that emotional attachment is to mm-hmm. visualize the individual with only five breaths left. So I know like she's already mm-hmm. passed. So just mm-hmm. bear with me. So I'm not quite sure if how mm-hmm. that would feel for you, but okay. they are on their deathbed and they only have five breaths left. So they're not going to be coming at you with 
a long list of things of what's been going on, either good or bad, or you will- Of how horrible I am and how I ruined her life. She can't, no. And she also, she there also won't be like a 40 minute conversation, like a healing conversation. So what is it that mm-hmm. you would need to say to her, express mm-hmm. to free her soul and free yours? So mm-hmm. when you do this, then there is an emotional detachment un- an unplugging mm-hmm. from like the, the outlet. You're mm-hmm. unplugging mm-hmm. from that as your source of, of worthiness. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. is an energetic detachment um, like cord mm-hmm. cutting type of thing. And there's many mm-hmm. different types of cord cutting ceremonies and things that I'm sure mm-hmm. your energy healer and stuff has, has expressed. This mm-hmm. has been the most powerful thing that I have shared with clients and also, and I've done for myself, I myself had, um, I, I admire and, and respect and love, um, so many individuals in my life, but I also held them to a different expectation and myself. And there was this, an emotional Mm -hmm. attachment that wasn't healthy for me and in my own mindset. And so it was nothing Mm -hmm. like they would say or do, or there wasn't therapy that needed to be had, or, you know, all the things that we could actually Mm -hmm. talk about. It was me Mm -hmm. detaching emotionally from that. That's exactly what I need to do. Exactly. So just imagine only five breaths left. And I know that she's passed. So it's a little bit awkward, you know, like, no, I understand. But, but Mm -hmm. what would, what would you need to say? And I even just took out, which I don't even know. I used to have just a little note card sitting here because as, as like a demonstration, but I have just little note cards and I would only write it on this because it's only five breaths. So if I would take out a mm-hmm. piece of paper and write all the things that I needed to tell her mm-hmm. or him mm-hmm. or whatever, then that mm-hmm. would be too long. And then I would mm-hmm. be, and then my mind wants to go to yes, but maybe if <laughs> we could have only if we, mm-hmm. And no, mm-hmm. no, like you're literally freeing their soul and your soul. So what is it that you need to share? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. done. And then, you know, okay. you could take, if you want to do it on the card or even just one piece of paper, whatever it is, but you could like, imagine that it's those emotions that are like a piece of you, like that piece of paper mm-hmm. is part of you and you tear it and you mm-hmm. are done or burn it and like send it off into the wind, into the universe, that sort of thing. So it's just like, it's disintegrating. It is gone. That's what I do that. That's what I've done. Mm -hmm. And it's just, um, there was also a consultation I had. So the, the father-in-law situation that I, my, my, my husband's father, like has healed Mm -hmm. gone on your, your mother feels like she hasn't gone through what I would call, um, like soul boot camp, <laughs> like, like, a like, it's just, she's just kind of, she's kind of stuck and she's not, she worried. definitely doesn't want to come back and feel love again. I can tell you that. No. And there's just, <laughs> cause she there's never a, felt it to begin with. And there's a whole lot of, um, just guilt hanging on to, mm-hmm. to that soul. Um, so, mm-hmm. and there's nothing that you honestly could could do and she's not connecting to you um it's uh because yeah so that emotional detachment yeah um and said that's exactly what i feel like i need to do is just detach thank you for that you're welcome so 
another question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so I have someone else that I really want to connect with that I've tried. I've gone to mediums to connect with. And it is my grandmother who I loved with all my heart. And it's my mother's mother, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've never been able to connect at all. Are there some people that for whatever reason you just can't, or should I just keep trying? (laughs) Yeah. So have the medium. Because I miss her and love her. And has the medium been able to connect or anything? Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. Um, Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right woman for this for this role. That's okay. Is it just sometimes that um, you just it's just not gonna happen? Which is cool. That's kind of what I've gotten so, to. It's just, it ain't yeah. gonna happen. So I would say what I'm receiving is appreciate the time that you had with her here. Um okay. some souls choose to just continue on or um kind of just go on their own way and not hang around or come back or it's it's like they their whole lifetimes are just done and I don't yeah. know I don't want to like say no I that, that, anything, I think that's exactly what like it is. she was like I think that's I'm good. exactly what it like is. I'm good yeah. peace out and then just went and so I for for your own well-being and like your own mm-hmm. happiness and your own joy mm-hmm. those memories mm-hmm. and that love just happened to and that. I have that and then yeah. that is good, you know, but you know what else, Sarah, I really think you're right because, um, you know, my grandmother, it was just me and my brother and mm-hmm. my grandmother really basically raised us was the only person who really cared about us. And, um, probably five years before she got sick enough and, you know, went into the end of her life, she mm-hmm. said, I, I have dreams that, when I die, we all die together and we're all together in a casket. And that's what I want to have happen. And I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, but I, I, I'm too young to die now. I, you know, my brother's even younger. We really want to stay here. Mm -hmm. And then when she did get seriously ill, like she went in the hospital, was seriously ill. I met the man I'm married to now. Okay. Like, same time frame. My grandmother never liked any of the men I dated, never liked it. She was right not to. I made really <laughs> bad choices. I am, they were really horrible. And, you know, she wasn't mean or anything. She would just say, Oh, honey, that's not the right person for my little China doll. And um, she's in the hospital. I meet this guy. He's nothing like anybody I've ever met before. I'm thinking, he's not my, not my type. I tell him that my grandmother's in the hospital. He goes to her hospital room. I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? My grandma looks at him and lights up and says, you come over here and sit on my bed. <laughs> like flirting with him. And she says, uh, she says, you're going to be the one you're going to take care of my Kathy and Kevin. Oh, and very, just a couple of days after that, she died and my, I married him and here we are 26 years later. And I will tell you, he has taken care of me and my brother. Oh my Absolutely. That is so, so she, I feel like she gave us that 
and mm-hmm. she knew now I can go because you guys are going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like her mission, like her soul mission, like oh, all the lifetimes were complete and she, she's yeah. like, it's my time to just be free. So yeah. I, that's what it feels like, but I also, oh, thank that's you. also, that feels, feels good. Okay. It does. <laughs> Cause no, I feel that like feels that good. can be harsh too and be like, well, no, no, no. <laughs> honestly, I- I kept thinking I'm not good enough to reach. I'm not good enough at this yet to reach her or the mediums were full of baloney. They can't reach her. Um, That makes sense Mm -hmm. because it did feel like she was very complete once Mm -hmm. Tom came into our lives and Mm -hmm. it was almost like, you know, Mm. so with your mother, with your mother, stand in your power, actually call back your Mm -hmm. power. So there's an exercise because what you need to tell your mother is, You've already had your time. My Ooh, time now okay. is connect with divine. My time. You, okay. My time to connect with divine. You are not ah. my source. You are not my power. Oh. I free you. And so, I love that. so when you call back your power, you'll stand up, which I'm not going to do because then everybody will get to witness my midsection <laughs> and lower regions because that's where my camera resides I've got long legs so so anyways you stand up feet wider than shoulder width apart have your arms out wide so it's like you're opening up your heart chakra look up about 45 degree angle so that your neck is um like exposed and it's like opening up your throat chakra and it's like okay um and I could send you this too but it's like um what I, um, people want to hear what I have to say and what I have to say matters. And so you say that because it's like, you're opening up, you're you're there. And then it's like, I just hit my lamp. And then it's, um, (laughs) an angel got their wings. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then you envision you're standing in a brilliant shaft of this white light and Mm -hmm. it's you're calling back all your power so like look at it you can even visualize just your relationship with your mom or as a collective whole if there's any ever been any time that you've ever um given your power away then look at it as a collective whole as an energy and imagine this energy is coming back into your third chakra and that's your power center and it's just I call back my power now but you say it in a way that it's like all of your energy is coming into that center so it's like I call back my power now like it's like oh you know you get it and then it's I call back my power now and you pull it back in and it's like I am empowered I am loved thank you God so it's just I'm absolutely gonna do that thank you so really like release call back <laughs> and then let me know <laughs> Ooh. yeah i will that sounds awesome that, that sounds fabulous do you have any final advice for those who are tuning in advice no <laughs> yes talk talk to sarah work with sarah that's my advice <laughs> i freaking love you <laughs> and how may we connect with you how can we connect with you? How those who oh, may be searching um, and if be anybody, like, if, if other than through um, 
uh, not my mother. I'm detached. I'm detached but yeah, no, like, like website <laughs> or email. I know. Or I'm anything. just messing with you. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Um, so if anybody wants to find out more about, uh, becoming a virtual expert or hiring a virtual expert, they can reach me at virtual training.com. Awesome. We will put that in the, the, in the description um, and the link and all that fun stuff with your bio. And so people can find you. All right. Thank you so much for sharing this time together and chatting. And I loved it. This was so much fun. A, a great way to start my morning. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye, love. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm-hmm.